so vain. I'm pretty sure the song is about me. I'm so vain. Don't you think the song is about me? Don't you? Don't you? Today is April 2nd, Thursday, April 2nd, 2020. My name is Joe Batance, and I host a gigantic show. It's the biggest show in the country, maybe the world, called This Joe Batance. I talk about my life. My name's Joe Batance. That's what we do in this Joe Batance. We also do it right here on Afterthought Media. Where else would we do it? It's This Joe Batance. Starting now. Like I said at the very top of the show, today is Thursday, April 2nd, 2020. I don't even know what day or week. Is it week two, week three of uh, the quarantines? It's also hard to judge because I live in the county of Los Angeles in California in the United States of America. And uh, we've been under quarantine longer than many parts of the country. I think Taylor in Florida just started. So, uh, to me, I think this is the third week of quarantine. I think for Taylor, it's like the third day. But, uh, you know, uh, today, you know, I, I've, I've finally gone full tilt boogie. And uh, it took me a while to get there. But I've finally done it, everybody. I uh, baked, in fact, right now, in fact, thank God this is a timed episode. The second the timer goes off, it's the second this show ends... I'm going to stop recording and I have to I, I don't I, I luckily it's timed perfectly but then I have to walk downstairs not in a hurry not to run or anything like that but just walk casually downstairs I have two loaves of bread in the oven I think I'm going to be doing a lot of bread baking um while I'm here and that, you know these are standard issue white loaves of bread they're white bread Right, I've made them before, and um, they are the. This is this. This is the. The. I'll tell you where I got it. It's called the Bread Bible by Rose Levy Berenbaum, very respected book. uh, Bread book, the Bread Bible, and uh, it's it's uh, one of these things where I've made it before, and it was a big hit. And in the introduction to this basic white sandwich bread. She says it's it. Uh, she worked very hard on this recipe, and it it, it 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 that it's what you always dreamed Wonder Bread would taste like. And I have to be honest with you. You you hear then you go okay, okay, bitch, right, whatever. And I was thinking the same. I just wanted to make white bread. You know, last time when I made it, <clears throat> and then I made it, and she's right. It is. There's so much more. You realize how... Um, there's a couple of things that I like about it, actually. One, you realize... How, not Now, look, some people... I, I don't taste chemicals. I just don't, right? Uh, if anything, I would just say Wonder Bread tastes like nothing. Okay? It's just essentially sugar bread. 
and you realize, oh, this th- there, there could be flavor here. And so uh, this is like the flavor you've sort of always wanted in white bread, like what you dream of it to be like. And I'm going to make other kinds of bread. I will make whole wheat bread. I'm going to make a banana loaf, which is, by the way, funny, oddly enough, not a sweet, it's not a, it's not a banana bread. This is like, it uses, but I don't know. She describes it. I've never made it. Like it's very subtle. The banana flavor is very subtle. It's just more giving the texture that make a potato loaf. Uh, and then what's funny is she has a whole chapter on sourdough. Okay. She has a whole chapter on sourdough and, uh, at the very beginning of the chapter, she says she basically gives you a warning like if you are a person who's never home for the first cuz you know to make sourdough you have to have something called a starter okay and what the starter is is imagine just like a gross <laughs> it's essentially what it is a gross m- mass right it's just like a ugh, like it kind of looks like vomit. And when you add it to the flour and, blah, 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 and and all this stuff, it has already all the cultures and yeast working. So the, basically it allows the flour and the water and the every, – it is the yeast, so to speak. But instead of yeast, it, 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 the yeast is already working. And it helps the bread to rise. It does everything you think yeast does because it is. It, it, it is yeast. But the yeast is, has give, gotten a head start. Okay? Starter. It's, it's ready so you can start it. And you just tear a piece off of the starter. Did people get, now? If you don't know about this world, and it's something that I've learned about, <clears throat> is having a starter is like basically God. What's the right? There's, is there a comparison? It's there are some starters that are like decades old and passed down through generations. You have to understand something when you create a starter. You're creating a living organism. It's almost like sea monkeys. Yeast is a living organism. You may not think about it that way, but it is. Yeast is a living organism. Essentially, what happens with yeast is you have these little... I don't know what they are, right? And they eat shit. They eat sugar. And then they fart it out. Okay? Or burp it out. Whatever, how you want to skin. They fart and burp out uh, the byproduct of eating the sugar. Okay, and it's that fart and burp that makes the bread rise. Okay, but they're living things that they're they're munching on the sugar that you provide them, and then they turn it into to gas, and then the gas lifts the flour and gives it the structure. You know, and then the heat, as soon as it builds up to a certain point, the heat freezes that structure and gives it like the actual solid shape. So there are people who you have to take care of a starter the way you would take care of your plants or the way you would take care of your you know a pet. Uh it it's more it's more like a plant than it is a pet mostly cuz it's closer to a plant but also a pet you need like to walk it and stuff like that. You don't need to do that. A starter from what I know I've never I've never started a starter. I've never had a starter. But uh I think you have to like feed it like once a week. So you just once once the starter's going, we have to feed like once a week. 
uh, and take care of it and maintain it. But like, if you go out of town, if you're going to be out of town for a significant amount of time, you have to like take your starter to somebody and t- give them instructions, like watering plants, to tell them to take care of your starter. It could, or it could collapse. It could die. I don't know what they call it, but like, it could go away. And there are people, like I said, there are people who have starters that are like decades old. I think there's like a starter that's over a hundred years old, and um, maybe even older. I don't know. I don't know the history. Of, you know, I don't know how long they last or anything. But I know there's some that are really old. And anyway, so she. But in the first, I guess, in the very first week or two of of creating your starter, uh, especially I think the first five days, according to her, it's very hands on. You need to be there. It, it's not like you're staring at it the whole day, but you can't just take off. You know, you have to be there to do certain things and watch for certain things. And so she says, like, if you're not going to be home, don't do this. This is a project for you. If you're not going to leave home. And I'm like, well, where am I going? So I might start a star- sourdough starter. Um, maybe next week. It, 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 uh, uh, from what I read, it's not terribly difficult to put together. It's just it's uh, you have to be home to, to watch it and babysit it. And then, but then I don't know. I'll be honest with you. After after I make some sourdough bread, we'll see how it is. I don't I don't see me maintaining the starter and taking care of the starter and and doing all this shit with it. I, I hear I know people who know people with starters, and they say it's kind of gross. I can imagine it's like a gross thing. Sorry, I was drinking tea. Uh, a couple of other little points of interest. Um, last week. I think I talked about one of these topics on the show. I came up with the idea, like, why don't we have a drag race girl come on the show? And I was thinking Crystal Method might be a good person to invite on the show. Okay. And so I sent a formal request into Crystal on Monday. And I offered, I thought, a very fair amount of money for a 15-minute phone call. I'm not going to be, I'm not, you know what? I'm not going to be ashamed. I'll tell you guys. You guys are this Joe Batanz. I'll tell you. I offered $100 every week for a 15-minute phone call. She didn't have to get in drag. She didn't have to be on camera. All she had to do was call in. I'd give her $100 a week and basically give the information that she would have given at her uh, viewing party. And the reason I did this, because as you know, I don't have a big boner to have a drag queen. I, I don't have the drag queen like, like oh my god, you know, yes, queen, and I need to talk to them. I don't have that. I don't care. I really was doing it to be nice. I really was, uh, you know, I'm reading about how these girls aren't making any money, and yada, 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 and, and, all that. and so I was like, you know what, this will be nice. It's $100 a week. It's 15 minutes. Whatever. And then I didn't hear anything. And then I got an email today from one of her people. I think it might be her boyfriend. And he was like, uh, yeah, we're going to take a pass. Now, here's the thing. First of all, mad props for actually, this is how you know they're from Missouri, for actually saying no. Okay, Most people, LA people are the fucking worst. Show business people are the worst. The Hollywood no, which is the worst ever, is they just never, they don't call you. Okay, they just, that's it. The no answer is the no. And that's so fucking lack of balls, you know, just fucking say no. I respect, I respect the no so much. And I had mad props for Crystal saying, you know, her people saying no, no, we're not going to do it. I think it's dumb. I have a right to think it's dumb, but I have mad props for her saying no. At least she had the balls to say no. Props to you, mama. But um, another person, though, uh, wrote to me and said, 
you need to have Tom and Lorenzo on. You need to have Tom and Lorenzo on your show. So, you give me an email address. Again, I have zero interest in talking to anybody. But this person who wrote to me gives me this whole sob story. I know Tom and Lorenzo have a podcast and whatever, blah, 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 right? This person gives me this whole sob story about how Tom and Lorenzo had this book coming out. And now with the quarantine and no, all the, the press tour has been canceled. And uh, they're looking for any, they'll go on any show, write to them. I write to them, no response. See, that's, uh, and they're from L.A., that's the Hollywood no. And they can go fuck themselves. Again, I was doing something nice. I don't want to have guests. I don't want to have people on my show. This is the lesson. No guests. Forever and ever. Like, it, it's official. I'm never going to ask anyone to be my guest. I don't want any guests on the show. I was trying to be nice and give these people money. So now I will not be nice and save money. There you go. Because it's it's like one of these things where it's like I didn't even want to do it. I was doing it to be nice, and then well, look again. I have no I have no ill will towards Crystal because she said no. I respect no. Anyway, so that happened today. Uh, also, uh, I had a long conversation. Oh, if you are not listening to Adam Burns on Outcasts with Jay Ellis, you're not doing drag. I'm only like 15 minutes in because every five minutes I'm like, oh my God. And I stop and I have to call somebody. Okay. FYI. So I'm only made it 15 minutes because I'm always having to stop. Like, what? This is ridiculous. What happened? How is it? What? So there's that. Um, but if you're not listening to that, that's great. Now, by the way, I, I guys, this is what I did today. And I did it on purpose because like I told you yesterday, I gave you that speech yesterday about having to, uh, uh, preserve my creative juices, right? I made bread. I tended my garden. I have a uh, like an herb garden. I take care of it every day, but I, I did I did extra special stuff today. Like I moved one. I moved the chives to a bigger pot because it was outgrowing the little pot it was in, and I was doing just managing this and that. And so I was I was basically real life Animal Crossing is what I was doing. And so I did that, and then I had the the bread, by the way, this bread, you know, I don't know if you've ever made real bread, not like just whip it, I'm not going to like the bread like I made today. It's not a lot of work, but it is a lot of time. Um, weird night last night in that, like, I can't believe I'm not just collapsed right now. I did almost fall asleep like an hour ago. But... I woke up at 2.30 in the morning, and I just couldn't go back to sleep. I played some uh, Animal Crossing. You know, I, never, I, I thought, I really thought, and that, that's the Animal Crossing podcast. I'm not going to do that right here. No one cares about this. But um, 2.30 in the morning, I uh, did some Animal Crossing, and then I, uh, I, and then like at 6, I realized, okay, I'm not, I'm not going back to sleep. It's just not going to happen. So I went downstairs and I started the bread. Now then let's, 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 let's look at this here. 6 a.m. Went downstairs and got all the shit. No, I took a shower. I took a shower. Here's the deal. That that's proof that I don't have coronavirus. Okay. Let me get kind of gross here for a second. I took a shower this morning. It might, I don't know, but it might've been my first shower since Monday. I'm not even being funny. It might have been my first shower since Monday. 
I'm telling you this, okay? I'm just being honest with you. I'm being real. That's very unusual, and I'm sure there are a bunch of people out there in coronavirus land, quarantine land, who know what I'm talking about, okay? I was just, fuck it. No, it it went one day, but anyway, the point is, the reason I know I don't have coronavirus is I woke up, and I was playing Animal Crossing, and I could smell myself. And I don't know if you know this, people are saying that they're losing their sense of taste and smell when they have coronavirus. Just temporarily, while they have while they're sick. And um, A, I could smell myself. And, and you know what, guys? I, this is going to be really gross. I'm so sorry I'm telling you this. <laughs> the smell of the day was yeast. Because it was the same yeasty smell that is emanating from my kitchen right now as the bread bakes. Speaking of yeast, it seems to be the theme. I had my own sourdough starter going on on my body. And it was not cute. So like at six in the morning, I took a shower and I got, and what's funny is I went full tilt, right? Because usually I wouldn't put any product in my hair. I'm just going to be home. But like my hair is so long right now and so cuckoo bananas crazy long that I had to, um, do put product just because, just to tame it a little bit. Uh, it was crazy. And then, um, and I, yes, I got like all, do- not dolled up, but like I got dressed for the day, which felt really good. I might kind of want to start doing that like on a daily basis. Cause usually everyone should know, uh, I usually take a shower between 11 and noon. Okay. So I'll brush my teeth and do all that, but the shower part, and bring it between 11 and noon. Uh, but I took it like in the morning. Where do I have to go? Right. So, uh, I, uh, I took it in the morning. And it was nice. I came out. I felt really clean and fresh. And feeling clean and refreshed made me want to do things. So I went. That's when I went downstairs and I started the bread. And what you have to do is you have to put together a, what's called a sponge, okay. And then uh, and then I had to put this sprinkle this flour on top of it. And I had to put it. So I had to put it aside. That was at seven thirty, okay. It had to sit for four hours. What did I do for four? I don't know what I did for four hours, okay. But I did. Well, you know what? Again. We're all trapped in the house, so we've been taking, like, long breakfasts where we sit outside and chat, and that's when I did the gardening, that's what I was doing. So, in the four hours, there was me, I played some Animal Crossing, I checked some emails, uh, I made, uh, uh, breakfast, my parents, I make my own, for some reason, I don't know why that is, a very strange thing, I make my own breakfast, which is, (laughs) of course I should, but, like, for lunch and dinner, we... Oh, no, I have to make my own lunch. It's for dinner. We have, like, a, a family dinner. So there's, like, a dinner that, like, I would love to make, but I've I've lost a vote. My mom... That's, I think, her, her method of control is making dinner. So I only get to make it, like, once a week. But uh, it's a family dinner that I don't make. And tonight, by the way, we'll surprise you tacos. Anyway, but I have the bread baking. And... uh. Oh, so then four hours, and at 11.30, I had to take this mass, it was like this weird, big, spongy, giant pancake batter mass, 
and and it it was in a mixing bowl and put the dough hook in and sprinkle some well first I put butter and then I sprinkle some salt and then it, you made the whole thing and it sets and it rests and it does all this and then I had to pour it into this exactly four quart canister and mark it with tape and let it do one the first rise and then you take it out and you fold it and then you put it back in and it you do a second rise it just sits there for an hour or two and now that's when I had my oh I ran an errand. I did. I ran an errand. I went to go take, like, Little Red Riding Hood, my grandparents, some food. I made a pulled pork the other day, and we still had a lot left, and they're old, and they don't have food. So we gave them, like, they have pulled pork for, like, three days, four days of pulled pork. They're going to be sick of pulled pork by the time they're done. And um, I took that to them. But, you know, because of the coronavirus, I don't really touch them. I go to their little house, and I put it down, and I knock on the door, and then I walk away, and then they, they, I wave to them from my car. And then I came home, and that's when I was listening to Adam Burns. Oh, and then I had to go do an arrow, and I picked up some money. Again, it was left out in this, like, bird box, and I had to get it and take it, the envelope from the bird box. And then I drove home, and I was talking to Jay Ellis, and I talked to Sweet Michael, and, uh, oh, look at the perfect timing. And then, um came back did this the, the different rises and then put them in the and then I had to do with some folds and put them in the bread uh, bread pans and then they had to sit in the bread pans for an hour or two and then now they're in the oven probably close to an hour and actually I'm going to go downstairs right after this but I'll see you guys later on this Joe Batant right here on Afterthought Media